It's a burger throwdown, y'all. Today, we are comparing the merits of Texas classic Whataburger with fast food California challenger in and out I'm here with producers Farrell Gibbs and Dina Kesba. It's Friday, January 28th, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. In one corner, we have the Texas classic, Whataburger, founded by a Texas family recently sold to Chicago, but known for its orange roofs and its availability on road trips and late at night. Farrell, tell me about Whataburger. You know, sometimes a lot is made about how I'm not from this area, that I'm actually no. from Alabama. <laughs> and in Mobile, Alabama, they put a Whataburger in the year I was born, 1973. So even though it's a Texas thing, I have been eating Whataburgers since the day I was born. <laughs> and um, You had no teeth, Farrell. <laughs> I had no teeth. I also had no idea that it was from Texas. I always thought Whataburger was an Alabama thing. But anyway... I didn't eat it for many years because I like Burger King and McDonald's throughout my youth. But recently, over the past, I don't know, 10 years since they've seemed to make a push, I love them. They're one of my favorite burgers. Why? They're kind of the Chick-fil-A of burger joints. Oh, my Lord. God. <laughs> what do you mean by that? It's never wrong. They never get it wrong. You know, it's always quick. It's always hot. The fries are good. Customer service, that sort of a thing. But I don't know. It just tastes good. It's got mustard on it. I only like it one way, just the way that the number one combo is. <laughs> All right. And in the other corner, in and out, the California Challenger. Dina, why have you come over to the side of in and out Because Whataburger sucks. <laughs> they literally, like... <laughs> Their quality decreased so much. Like you mentioned customer service. Nope. You mentioned quality. Nope. You mentioned hot and fresh. No. Like every time. Which Whataburger are you going to? It's the one on Westheimer <laughs> and Shadowbriar. That's the suckiest, <laughs> worst Whataburger I have ever been to. It used to be great, but I don't know what happened. We're going to get sued. No, no. That's, that's <laughs> legit. She was there. <laughs> I mean, okay. My family and I used to do a lot of the late runs, especially in Ramadan after the late prayers. So we'd go around like midnight for a Whataburger. <laughs> the Ramadan Whataburger yeah. run. That was our thing. And it's just like. Are there just like car after car of people in headscarves? Of course. Getting Whataburger. We're all like, all right, we did our dues. We prayed. We got everything done. Let's go eat. Like, the sun's down. Night. No, I don't exactly. have to starve myself anymore. When the sun's out, we're just eating, you know? <laughs> so we go to Whataburger and the the service is so slow. Once you order, like they always get it wrong, even though they used to be great. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like in the past five years, that's changed significantly. And there's never enough people on that late night staff call, whatever it is, to be able to accommodate the amount of people that are in line in the drive through. So you're waiting half an hour for something very simple that I don't think should take that long. And once you get it, it's cold. It's just not working for me anymore. But I love their sweet tea. Their sweet tea is amazing. And I love that it comes in that big Texas-sized cup. like <laughs> Diabetes in a cup. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Dina. But I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Their fries are incredible. And then, you know, those honey biscuits, you know, the honey chicken biscuit that comes out only like at 11 at night. That's the only time you can start to order it. 
and then it's gone again. What? <laughs> no, I don't know this. Yes. Oh my lord! <laughs> you guys don't. Okay, so you don't eat Whataburger correctly. <laughs> Tea and biscuits. Uh-huh. All right, but I gotta just push back because. Okay, because of you, Dina, I drove out to Sugarland and I tried in and out for the first time. And it was fine as a fast food burger. You know, it came, the burger itself came in a little wrapper that makes the burger stand upright, mm-hmm. you know, like a book on a shelf. Cute. Um, which was cute. Mm-hmm. And it had like a round of onion, fresh looking onion. Okay, I give it some points mm-hmm. there. But otherwise, you know, it's a fast food burger. You know, the meat is skinny. It doesn't taste like beef. The buns are, yeah, you know, they, they keep you from getting sauce on your hand, but they're not much to taste. Um, the fries were nothing, you know, and I love salted fried objects, you know, so <laughs> I don't get it. I, there are good right burgers in the world, and that is not among them. I agree. We have better burger joints, but like if you're looking for like a fast food, like a quick something to just that curb that, you know, that craving, I would choose In-N-Out over Whataburger. Because in and out also has that, like, the reason why their patty's so thin is that smash burger style, right? That's like that new thing that everyone loves. So why don't you go to Smash Burger? There's actually <laughs> a like chain named Smash, smash burger. burger, and they have nice, <laughs> thick beef patties that taste like beef. But they don't have the secret thing that in and out does have. Which is what? Their animal-style sauce what? that they put on their burgers. Wait, I didn't get any of that. I didn't either. So you both ordered in and out wrong. That's why you don't like it. <laughs> you haven't gotten the full experience. <laughs> okay, so what is what is the secret sauce? So I wish that I was an in and out person in the behind the scenes to actually know what's in it. But here's my assumption. It's like probably a mix of like ketchup, mustard, mayo type things, different condiments. Like every other burger's secret sauce? I don't think so because there's also like beef in it, like little tiny beef chunks, like cut. Like, Ew. You know. Why does that sound <laughs> okay. nasty to you? It's like ground And beef. they call it an animal sauce? <laughs> animal style sauce, yeah. Animal style. So there's some kind of animal style chunk in there. I. It's beef. That you say makes it It makes tasty. it tastier because they also have like those sweet like relish pickles also mixed into it so when you order like can i get an animal style cheeseburger you'll get that sauce on it and so that's when you get the full in and out experience you know you got your lettuce tomato the crunchy fresh onion that you mentioned and then you got that secret sauce what's not to love i think burgers ought to be about beef if i'm going to eat a burger the beef should be worth it my life is short i can only eat so many burgers they're bad for me they're bad for the planet so if I'm eating one, why am I going to waste my substance on either Whataburger or In-N-Out? Okay, so you're saying the beef is the most important part of the burger. That's why it's called a burger, <laughs> yes. It's, it's called a hamburger. But I think... And you're saying it's like this mysterious sauce with chunks of animals in it. <laughs> it's got chunks of beef. So like you've got, you've got more beef probably than, you know, Whataburger in there because you got it in your sauce and you've got a patty. Neither of them has enough beef, Bettina. These are skinny little (laughs) drugstore type patties. What on earth is a drugstore patty? Oh, I'm old. Those are the kind that used to get at drugstores. They're probably pre-frozen. They are about... Okay, they're these skinny patties that are maybe what? Like quarter inch thick? Smashed. They're kind of round. Not really smashed. They look prefab. They look like a fast food burger patty. To me, they don't taste fresh. Maybe they are, but I just don't taste anything. They don't taste like beef. There's no difference really between the outside and the inside. You don't get pink meat inside. I like beef. I'm a Texan. 
I do want to address in and out because I actually went this past week on your behalf as well, Dina. <laughs> it's the second time I've gone in my life. The first time I went was in San Francisco and I went to go to in and out to find out what the hubbub was about. But that was about nine years ago. So in order to get to in and out from where I lived, I drove an hour for this hamburger one way. And here was my impressions. I agree absolutely with Lisa, although oh. she sounds like she likes onions. I love onions, but it sounds like she likes them a little bit better than I do because this onion that was on this burger was as thick as a kitchen table. <laughs> the sauce I liked, but it was they barely put any on it. But I liked the wrapper that Lisa talked about. And I, I like the wrapper is not a ringing endorsement of a hamburger. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the toasted bun was great. And here's the thing about the fries. Yeah. I thought the fries were good. Absolutely agree with you. I didn't think they were as good as a Whataburger, but I like that the fries were hand cut, cooked in sunflower oil. You know, that's at the bottom of if you if you eat through all the ketchup in the fries in your carton, it tells you just how healthy these French fries are. I kind I like that. But did they taste like potatoes? I mean, what is the good of making them from fresh potatoes if they don't taste like potatoes? You didn't think they taste they like... They just taste like salted fried objects. <laughs> they tasted like oil. It tasted like nothing. Like you're eating air. I think Lisa has a refined palate. <laughs> <laughs> I pay attention when I eat. You know, if it's all about the thing you're dipping it in, that's not right. That's not... Again, fries should be about potatoes. I mean, I don't disagree. The fries are probably yeah. the worst thing right. that internet has to offer. I, I feel like... But our Whataburger's really a lot better. Yeah, no, they're so I've good. I've had great fries. I'll have to deviate just a little bit, Lisa. I love condiments, love them. And talking about dunking things in, one of the best parts about going to Whataburger for me is the spicy ketchup. You ever had the spicy ketchup? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is like an object of Texas reverence. It's a very Whataburger thing. Oh, they're like, how many would you like? Yeah. I'm like, how many will you give me and do I have to pay extra? And then it goes all over everything, including my shirt. So. <laughs> Their spicy ketchup is so good that it's actually sold at H-E-B. Really? I you can no buy idea. it in the big old... Another object of <laughs> Dina's reverence, yeah. H-E-B. Yes. <laughs> Dina, the Texas brand rep. I'm out here loving my state. <laughs> <laughs> The fries are terrible. Whataburger fries are really good, though. Like, if you get them piping hot and freshly fried, they're, like, crunchy, and it tastes like a potato. And then you could dip it in the spicy ketchup and then get your burger from In-N-Out. All right. So they may be marginally better, but they are not, like, among the great French fries of Houston. If I am going to eat French fries, they got to be good. But, but okay, but maybe you're eating after Ramadan, exactly. Dina, when you've been fasting all day. fasting all day. And anything's going to be great. <laughs> I mean, all of it is great. Yeah. I, <laughs> except the burgers. What a burger needs to step it up. All right. So let's wrap up by asking about the one thing that you would really recommend off either What a Burgers or In and Out's menu. And I'm going to go first. So with What a Burger, the thing that I really love is that you can order these really Texan additions to your burger. You can get jalapenos. You can also get uh, jalapenos that have been roasted, or you can get sautéed onions and jalapenos. And I think all of those give those bland burgers some taste. So when I'm on a road trip, I do that. 
Farrell, what do you recommend? Either In-N-Out or Whataburger. Well, you know, of course, it's going to be Whataburger. Whataburger <laughs> combo number one, upsized Dr. Pepper, extra packets of spicy ketchup, as many as they'll give you. <laughs> Dina? Uh, this may come to sh- as a shock to you, but I would order the honey chicken biscuit from Whataburger because <laughs> it is the best thing out there. Y'all, I would say you have to try it. Make your trip out to Whataburger, but it's only going to be after 11 that they start serving it. 11 p.m. At night. All right. Thanks, Farrell. Thanks, Dina. Next up, it is time for some news. Dina, what is going on in Houston? Well, today I was reading about a story that kind of follows what we were talking about earlier this week with Scott Solomon. About bugs. Bugs. Yes. This is your favorite subject. Uh (laughs) Absolute favorite. Apparently, biologists discovered a new insect species at Rice University. It's called Neurotrus Valhalla. It was named after the place where it was found, which is... Which is the Rice Student Grad Pub. Where I bought many a cheap beer. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So what is this? What is this insect? So apparently it's in from the wasp family. Basically, it's not a wasp, but it's similar to a wasp. It's just like them. And it's weird because it's not even a millimeter long, and it spends like about 11 months of the year locked in a crypt. <laughs> that sounds creepy. Sounds so creepy. <laughs> This is a gall wasp, right? It's the kind that gets encased inside the tree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was actually found on a live oak tree on campus in spring of 2018. But then it was collected by a student there who's actually a native Brazilian. And he'd never seen a live oak tree before. And so he's like, hmm, let me go explore this live oak tree. I'm assuming this is how it happened. And then part of (laughs) his primary research centers on the use of environmental DNA to detect endangered or invasive species and so everyone in the lab pitches in each spring to study insects from uh the family like the the wasp families and so this was something that he just kind of stumbled upon on campus one day oh and being a graduate student he named it after the graduate student pub he felt like it only made sense (laughs) (laughs) all right that is all for today here on citycast houston Our in-and-out-loving senior producer is Dina Kesba. Our Whataburger proponent producer is Farrell Gibbs. And I write the newsletter. That's me, Lisa Gray. Music is by Farrell Gibbs and his band All the Kimonos. Monday, we're going to be back with a show that many of y'all helped us make. It's about memories of the 610 loop. You're going to like it. Tune in to us then. Bye. It's Latin. Neuro. You can't. Neurotrius. Neurotrius. Okay, I'm going to call it that. They come at me, they come at me. (laughs) (laughs) It's a wasp. All right.